Hi, welcome to the Cake Adjacent Podcast, a once a week update on all things food, family, community, gardening, whatever. We call it Sidecar. If it has to do with the rituals around food and holidays, making food or taking it places, or remembering what we were eating during important times in our lives, we'll talk about it here. Welcome to strawberry season. Except there were no strawberries at the farmer's market today. And I am very sorry to start off the fun podcast on such a bummer, but it is what it is. I suppose the good news is that the ants are back. I did get a strawberry pie, though, from Sue's Pies. We love Sue because she's from Fall River, or Fall Reeve, as we say in Rhode Island. And that uh, makes us practically family. She sets up at a few of the markets in the region, and her banana black bottom pie, which is banana custard and much richer than pudding, on a on top of a layer of melty semi-sweet chocolate is probably the best pie I've ever had. And she makes all of her crusts from scratch too. They're so good. She's also the ham biscuit lady. And if you don't know what a ham biscuit is, it is clear you've not spent any time in the South. A ham biscuit is a biscuit or a bun, but usually a biscuit with country ham on it. And that is it. Um, I'm not a fan of country ham. Having not grown up in the South, I once ate my weight in country ham thinking it was like regular ham and then spent the rest of that long weekend at Ben's parents, really rethinking my decision to marry into that family. Ben loves it. And usually Sue has a basket of ham biscuits and we buy enough for Ben to have one every day for a week because they freeze like a dream, but no ham biscuits today but strawberry pie. And that is a sweetened and whipped cream cheese filling with strawberries on top with Sue's incredible pie crust. I've never asked, but um, maybe it's so good because she uses lard. And I honestly don't care because it is just so delish. Her banana bread and her chocolate chip cookies are so good too. In the late summer, we'll also get peach pie from her, but our go-to is banana black bottom pie. We also got bagels from a new bagel guy, some coconut oil, yogurt, and blueberry dog treats for Ladybug, and a few plants for the garden. Tomorrow is another bigger farmer's market, and I will see about strawberries there. Okay, so it's my birthday week, and I guess I'm still in pandemic mode because I don't really feel like doing anything. I had kind of thought maybe having a picnic in the backyard and then scratch that idea because it would mean cleaning up. And then I thought about treating everyone within shouting distance for ice cream on Tuesday at Nathan's Dairy Bar, but it looks like thunderstorms. So I guess we'll just go another year not celebrating. And that's fine. I've been thinking a lot about why I like to make a big deal about my birthday, and I think it's because my mother was always too busy or, frankly, just not interested to do anything for it, but my sister was never too busy for my birthday. A party planner from a young age, Catherine loves to plan parties, and she loved to plan birthday parties when we were little. I honestly cannot remember specific birthdays except for one, which had a pirate theme. But I remember that she put all of them together for me. She's the one who made them happen. When I got old enough, though, I just planned my own birthdays. And that first weekend in May would always be a big cookout in our backyard, wherever we were living, whether it was Providence or Portland, Oregon. And even when Kath couldn't be there, like the Portland birthday, she sent a pinata stuffed with candy and gum and glow-in-the-dark alien finger puppets and plastic spiders and just all kinds of silly things. And how old was I for that pinata birthday party? 27. Anyway, 
I think I love having birthday parties because it's just an opportunity for me to feel all the love for my friends, but also make a meal for them. I don't love going out to dinner for my birthday. I mean, I'm still the center of attention, but that isn't what I love about my birthday. I love having people over for a party and my birthday is just the hook to get them there. It's an opportunity for me to love on my people without the competition of a holiday like Thanksgiving or New Year's or Christmas or whatever. This past week, we've been in this house for 13 years here in Northern Virginia, and I haven't had a party ever. I don't know if, I I mean, I do know, I know that if I was living closer to my sister these past 14 years, I would not be lamenting the lack of birthday parties. But as I write this today, like I do every Saturday, although sometimes I write it on Friday, I stop and I think, and I dredge up some old memories like pieces of sea glass or a really nice shell that catches my eye down the beach and is half hidden in the sand. It's a beautiful day here in Northern Virginia. The windows are open and I can hear both someone's weed whacker a few houses down and my beloved owls just a few trees down. I know I pine for my old life in Providence. A lot too much, maybe, but I do know what a privilege it is to live here. And even though I don't say it and I don't always feel it, I know that I'm thriving and I know that I'm how lucky I am to be able to do that, especially in these times. The owls remind me. Their calls pull me out of my sad reveries as if to say, who are you to be complaining? Look at all that you have, a roof over your head and a job that pays more than minimum wage and friends and family who love you. Indeed. Let me work to put a portion of this embarrassment of riches back into the universe so others may have some of this largesse. You may have seen on the Twitter feed that another creator that I have become friendly with, this wacky dude from Kansas who fixes KitchenAid mixers, watched his whole life blow away in a tornado yesterday. He's fine. His wife and babies are fine. But his house, cars, workshop, workshop, everything has been destroyed. I'm putting his GoFundMe in the show notes, plus it is linked on the Twitter. I have a very special spot in my heart and my kitchen for KitchenAid stand mixers, as you'll hear in a few episodes. And Zach, also known as Mr. Mixer, taught me and Ben how to re-grease and completely refurbish mine so they run like new. And if you're a fan of the KitchenAid mixer, you give him a follow. He's on Instagram and on TikTok. And finally, before we launch into the food holidays for the month and the week, let me say how glad I am that you're here. We should hit over 4,000 downloads with this episode, and we're closing in on 200 regular listeners and subscribers. Several folks have asked how they can support the podcast. And while you can do it uh, via Spotify or Anchor, there's a link in the show notes that says support this podcast. I think the best way is over at Patreon so that I can make it like a birthday party where you sign up because it's me and you love the podcast, but I actually make you stuff. So I set up a Patreon that has four support tiers, but you can find it at Patreon slash Two Chocolate Cakes. I also will put the link in the show notes. I already have some great ideas for some benefits for you, but I would love to hear what you would like. So let's celebrate my birthday this way. Okay, on to the food holidays for the month and the week. Let's just say that since it's my birthday week, it's going to be all of my favorite things all week. And we're going to start with cake which is going to be coconut with maybe some lemon curd. And my sister, again, makes the best coconut cake. It is my favorite, and it was my beloved stepfather's favorite too. Grilled cheese sandwiches, with or without tomato or ham or apple. A new pool pump, because ours cracked somehow in the winter. Boo! And today is pool filling day too. 
strawberries, strawberry week, French toast with real maple syrup and loads of butter, but no powdered sugar or cinnamon, please. Filet mignon, chicken parmesan, pasta primavera, but with a light wine sauce, not a cream sauce. More cake, this time hummingbird. And if you don't know what hummingbird cake is, it's like if banana bread and carrot cake hooked up at a Cinnabon. Peanut butter cookies. Yellow summer squash. Blueberry and peach Greek yogurt cake. Chocolate covered cordial cherries. Coffee milkshakes. Bonus if it's actually vanilla frozen custard milkshake with espresso shots. That is so good. And if you've never had frozen custard, you clearly have never been to the Midwest. And a really nice champagne. Okay, the official holidays are as follows. And I'm going to remind you quickly of the month-long food holidays in alphabetical order. Asparagus, barbecue, chocolate custard, egg, gazpacho, hamburger, salad, salsa, and strawberry month. And the first week of May is also Raisin Week and a quick reminder that raisins are bad for dogs, so do not give your dog any raisins or grapes. In non-food holidays for the month, it is Correct Your Posture Month. Okay, Auntie Ethel. Dental Care Month, which is apropos because I think I might need a root canal. Foster Care Month. Mental Health Month. Not sure how it is that we don't now have a whole year that we are working on celebrating mental health care. Moving Month. Preservation Month, Recommitment Month, and Skin Cancer Awareness Month. Sunscreen people, I really hope I don't need to remind you twice. Starting Sunday, May 1, it is Chocolate Parfait Day, which I'm not really sure is a thing that people have anymore. So let's just call it Chocolate Milkshake Day with chocolate sauce or something like that. And it is also Lemonade Day. Monday, May 2nd is National Truffles Day. But it is not clear to me whether that is chocolate truffles or dirt truffles. So you can make your own adventure. Either one is fine with me. I love a little black truffle oil on my homemade mac and cheese after it has come out of the oven. It is also Life Insurance Day and Melanoma Day. But hear me, I recommend getting life insurance before getting melanoma. Trust me on this one. Tuesday is my birthday, so you can eat what I would want. It is also Raspberry Tart Day, Garden Meditation Day, Lumpy Rug Day, and Two Different Color Shoes Day. How do these things become days on the calendar? Wednesday, May 4th is Homebrew Day and Orange Juice Day, as well as Candied Orange Peel Day. In addition is Bird Day, but clearly those are for appreciating, not for eating. And yes, I know it is May the 4th, whatever, but I am not a Star Wars nerd. I grew up on Star Trek. On Thursday, please make time to celebrate Cinco de Mayo in a respectful manner. Cultural appropriation is not cool, so cultural appreciation, please. Also, it is Hoagie Day, which I guess is the same as Grinder Day. And I may have mentioned that many of the pizza places along the coast of Connecticut and Rhode Island use raw shredded cabbage in their grinders instead of lettuce, and I much prefer it. If you've never tried it, I recommend it. It's also Oyster Day, and I love oysters for all the work they do as nature's Brita filters in the brackish waters of many rivers and bays here in Virginia and elsewhere. And in fact, I love them so much that I I won't eat them. Thursday is also both Day of Reason and Day of Prayer. And I think that's a bit of a contradiction, but you know what? You guys get to populate your own calendars. I am simply disseminating information. 
Friday, May 6th is Crepe Suzette Day. And for those of you who don't know what that is, it is a dessert of crepes that are sort of fried or sauteed up. I do not know this for sure because this is definitely not one of the things I make on the regular. In butter and then served with a sauce of sugar, Grand Marnier, and orange zest. And then the whole thing is lit on fire and you serve it with ice cream. I do not tend to set things on fire on purpose. It's also International No Diet Day, which should be every damn day of the year because diet culture is toxic, my people. It is also Beverage Day, and currently my beverage of choice is Mango Pepsi. But I also like seltzer from my soda stream, and I add a little limeade to it, and sometimes a little grenadine because I need a little extra sweetness. And finally, on Saturday... May 7th, it is leg of lamb day. And lamb is one of those meats that I do not eat, not because it is cute, although lambs are very cute, but because it is gross. There are also several non-food holidays on this day, but I think the most important one is packaging design day. Just kidding. It's fitness day. No, seriously, totally kidding on that one because I hate fitness. The most important one is train day. Haha, I got you again. It's Kentucky Derby Day. Oh, wait, that's not important. This is the important one. Start seeing Monarch Butterflies Day. That is the one. So there are your holidays for the month and the week. And keep your fingers crossed that I get all the strawberries I want this week. Otherwise, you'll know that you will hear about it next week. Please keep rating and sharing the podcast so that I get to be um, asked onto other people's podcasts because that is truly the mark of making it. In the meantime, remember, vacuum the back of your fridge now and then. It's probably time to put away most of your winter clothes and take out some of your warmer weather clothes and take a lunch break away from your desk, even when you're working from home.